So welcome, Jess. Um, I'm so delighted to have you here. Thanks again for um, yeah, sparing your time. Um, I'm absolutely honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. So um, I'd like to start to hear about yourself. So can you um, introduce yourself? I'd be really happy to. So my name is Jessica Rose. I'm based here in the United Kingdom these days. Um, and I've been working in developer relations for a long time as a specialist consultant. Um, right now I'm working with a stealth startup, which is really exciting. So that's a startup that has a product, but we're still being a little bit secretive about it. And I'm working for Codesy, which is a developer tool. And we're doing some work in uh, the code understanding space. So helping JavaScript developers and TypeScript developers sort of read their code almost as literature and be able to understand it and work more completely to it. Okay, thank you so much. So I actually uh, um, planned um, this set, uh, not session, I mean the episode, <laughs> to ask you the lot of questions about um, DevRel because currently I just got an opportunity to um, maybe, you know, to challenge the position to get on. So before I dive into that, I wanted to be more familiar. So um, here, here are some questions I have. So the first one is what is, um, what is it like to work as DevRel? So I always think this is really interesting because folks who work in DevRel get to do a bunch of podcasts and get to talk about our work a lot, uh, which is a huge privilege, but a lot of, like, it's a very niche job. Not a lot of folks do it. Um, so a lot of times folks ask like, well, what is that? What do you do? And the difficulty is it can be really different between different companies. So some folks might work in doing a lot of documentation or developer education. Some folks like to travel and do a lot of public speaking. Some folks like to run scalable online events. Uh, and some folks are doing client work and building a lot of SDKs and doing a lot of, um, yeah, sort of stuff that would feel a lot like field engineering. Um, this is a gently controversial way to describe it because DevRel folks love to lovingly argue amongst ourselves about what DevRel is. Uh, but these days, I really think of it as a role that has a developer-facing marketing function. So we want to communicate with developers, we want to get feedback, we want to understand how they use something. Um, but the ability to say, oh, wow, here's some material that might be useful for you, ideally in a way that's not very salesy. Okay, so it really um, depends on the where you work at or like what kind of products you're, you're going to work on. Sometimes you are more um, focusing on for the documentations or how to approach to the developers, or sometimes you're more um, focusing on for um, like public speaking in a conference or giving talks. I think that's pretty accurate. As well, you're, um, for DevRel folks, it's not just a lot of variety between roles. It can be a lot of variety between quarters of the year or between weeks to say, okay, I've got a conference talk coming up. I've got to hustle and do that versus, oh, wow, I've got this. Um, we've got a, a product update. I should go and help with documentation. Um, so if you like a slightly stressful job with a bunch of different things to do, like a lot of variety, it's a really good fit. 
Ah, okay. So I'm I'm actually a person like um you know um always love to discover new tools, new new technology, like new modern um things coming up. So um I I, I thought about like maybe that's something I could try on you because I, um yeah till this um opportunity I just had recently I never had. A any second to think about it, but you never know what you're fit in, fit in. So it's really good to hear about it. It's really exciting to hear that folks are chasing you down to be like, "Wow, you're wonderful. You want to talk about a job? How? What a wonderful feeling!" Yeah, it is really great. Yeah, because um, I myself didn't think about that. I'm um maybe could be a um, you know, like I I I might be like a good candidate for the devrel devrel or like some devrel people are interested in what I do. So um yeah, I was really surprised about it too. But um the one reason that I had this chance was it's it's because of that I I already had a chance to give a talk. So yeah, this is why I, I saw got, at yeah. uh, Gatsby. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Gatsby, Gatsby Conf. Yeah, this year I yeah. had so <laughs> that was like a huge honor for me. Yeah, it's really nice. I gave my、it's... talk and I enjoyed and I got an opportunity. So, yeah, and so exciting to get to do. Was that your first conference talk? Actually, yes, it was my very first time conference talk. Oh,、no. <laughs> uh, what a、yeah. fantastic conference to have be your first one. Like, and and I know it's、yeah. a, a little bit of a reverse of the way how. Podcasts usually work because you're the host, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask yeah, you a、I、question.、Really、yeah, yeah.、Uh, what kind of advice would you offer folks who are just getting into public speaking? See, if you're talking to someone who's thinking about doing their first talk, what would you yeah, say to them? Well, as a person who just finished my very first conference talk, I cannot tell that don't be afraid to,、um, you know, keep trying.、Um, To apply for some opportunities, because the only reason why I got this chance is because I tried it. You know, before I think like maybe I'm not yet ready.、Um, it's better to do it before you think too much. So that's what I did. And yeah, the people、yeah. who will decide whether give me a talk or not is not me. It's the other people. So <laughs> you never know what the other people think. So it's better to keep trying. And if even you fail, you don't have to tell with the other people. You you just need to keep trying. So then eventually you will get the chance. So that's the kind of advice <laughs> from、This、my side. This is fantastic yeah. advice. Yeah, it's really yeah. solid. Yeah. So keep trying like, is the thing. <laughs> what's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah, right. You, you you don't have anything to lose. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's better keep going on. Yeah. Oh, that's really、okay. helpful.、Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks.、Uh, I, actually, I really like to have some conversation instead of just、um, asking the question in my podcast. No worries.、So、that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that.、Um, but I'd like to move on to the next question I got. So, so happily. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is, what's pros and cons to work as DevRel? Oh wow, this is such a good one. Yeah.、Uh, so the <laughs> pros are some of the pros are more difficult in the 2020s.、Uh, so some of the things that I've really enjoyed in the past is many of these many DevRel roles have the opportunity to travel. So you say, oh wow, I I could get to go to. Dallas, or I could get to go to Frankfurt, or I could get to go to really exciting places I never expected to see. 
but I think that's probably not going to be true for a little while. I think everybody's going to continue to stay home, hopefully. Yeah, right, for a while. Um, the, the, the varied nature of the job, so you're going to be doing a bunch of different things, can be a pro or a con, depending on how you're feeling that day or your personality. Uh, the pay tends to be pretty decent. So when I'm talking to folks about developer relations salaries, um, because you you have to have all these additional skill sets, you've got to be um, technically competent. You've got to be able to present hugely. You've got to be a decent writer. Um, that I usually say I'd expect salaries to match um, middleweight sometimes, but usually senior engineer salaries, which is quite nice. Um, the cons are when travel does exist, people then tend to get burned out pretty quickly. Like folks who do a lot of travel often have a hard time with it. Um, and one thing I, I quite commonly hear from other DevRels is um, that it's really difficult to keep up your technical skills, your technical progression in these roles. Uh, you're not sort of hands-on keyboard doing engineering work all the time. Uh, so a lot of folks uh, will cycle back into an engineering role or they'll they'll drift back into that space uh, because they wanted to deepen their expertise and wanted to make sure that they're they're balancing their skill sets out. Yeah, okay. Uh, I kind of understand, like, for example, um, the way you explain some people might, you know, get stressed or exhausted when, when they need to travel too much. So, yeah, I kind of understand because my previous job before a developer was a cabin crew. So, yeah, of what? course that. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you have the absolute perfect profile for DevRel? <laughs> Could be, yeah. No wonder. But, yeah, I understand. I mean, cabin crew was like a job for traveling, not for traveling only. But, yeah, I mean, it requires it's a mandatory. So I understand that um, this exhausting feeling. So, How nice I, and like what a yeah. stressful job as well. Yeah, it was actually. I I I like to be honest. I I don't like to tell like some you know secrets or like hiding the truth. So I always speak up like what I really felt like. So I, I don't have any secrets about. It was really tough job. <laughs> so I really understand. But maybe from um, what I have the background, I thought I might be able to handle a little bit. And also the situation the, in these um, like two years at least are so different. It's not easy to travel around. So yeah. Yeah. And I'm and I'm kind of believing like after Corona pandemic, um, probably the world is going to prefer both with hybrid ways, maybe like, yeah, going to um, conference if they want. But if they prefer um, like to do an online from their schedules, I think it can be possible um, to, you know, have some some conferences in hybrid ways in the future. So maybe that could be something um, the thing we, we, we could figure it out, like in a compromised way, I guess. Yeah, and I, I think that that's really accurate. It's really selfish to say it for me personally, but for me personally, it's going to be, re yeah, it's going to be significantly more difficult to get me on a plane, especially in the next six months. So I think yeah. a lot of speakers are going to prefer it. I think a lot of attendees. Um, and less selfishly, I've been really excited about the access issues with online events really being resolved, saying, um, hey, 
instead of paying six hundred, a thousand dollars, or right. or four hundred euros, and having to fly someplace, and having to take off time off work, I can pay a much less heavy price and be able to watch these anywhere in the world. Or a lot of conferences are saying, "Oh wow, you know what? After a couple of weeks, we'll put this up on the web for free." And that's so exciting to see, like the ability for folks to access this knowledge and access that sort of sharing community space without having to burn fossil fuels or without having to burn vacation days to get there. Yeah, that's so true, because、um, since we started to have this online conference or online events to attend,、um, I mean, I was able to attend a bunch of events more than before.、Okay. Yeah, the thing is, like, I'm from Japan, but I'm living in Germany. So、um, for me, the most difficulty I had before was like how to get access to the Japanese developers event. Um, yeah, of course, from outside、yeah. of Japan. So I mean, it's not that I'm only interested into their conferences and their events. I attend also the other English-speaking conferences or、um, like some conferences in Europe as well. But I also need to be up up to date about what、yeah. what my folks are talking about. So that was quite a challenge challenge for me before. But nowadays it's so easy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess this is some kind of stuff、um, we can manage in the future, like、um, in the same same way that we figure it out. Like, oh, actually, we don't have to spend too much money, and more contents are、um, available and free and online. Yeah. And yeah, I I think you've really wrapped up a lot of my takes on this, which is it's really all about access. So we've got the technology, we've got the structures to be able to do this in ways that let people. Stay home, or ways that let people dial in from around the world.、Uh, it seems silly not to. Yeah, right. Oh God, I got. I, I, I can actually talk this <laughs> kind of topic forever, but、okay. <laughs> we both have limited time, so need to,、um, or not need to, but I would like to move on to the、of、next、course. question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you let me, I'll just talk nonstop about yeah, access to events,、too. and I'm sure that'll get boring pretty fast. No, no, no! It's quite interesting to hear. Maybe we could do the another episode about it. But today is、um, me asking you、um, about the devrels, all about devrels. So super happy. <laughs> yeah, it's better to stick with the、um, one topic. So the other question I got is:、um, it's quite simple. What is your mission as devrel? Oh, so so、uh, myself personally, or or yeah, yeah. what's yeah? Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Personally, from your、um, <laughs> yeah. mission as a devrel.、Uh, so for me, I'm I'm very very lucky, and I'm in a, ve- a very very interesting space.、Um, so because I've been in devrel for a long long time, and because my employer is absolutely fantastic,、um, I actually work a job share.、Uh, so I work fifty percent. So there's one devrel job. And we've cut it in half, so I work half the time at Ramon,、uh, my coworker, who's so much smarter and nicer than I am,、uh, works half the time.、Uh, so I'm really one of the luckiest people in the world, where I get to work paid work half the time, half the week, and then spend the rest of the other half of the week doing sort of free stuff that I think is is enjoyable.、Uh, so for me, selfishly. The the selfish reasons my my sort of selfish mission is oh wow 
um, find ways to work less, to focus on some of the, the community facing stuff that I really like to do. Um, but I also quite like my job. So within the professional space, it's really what are ways that I can represent my employer? So, hey, we've got, we, we need to uh, get feedback on this product. We need to show this product to people. We need to, to have conversations with developers around it. We need to uh, work towards developer education programs. Like how can we help support them? Um, but doing that in ways that are really valuable for developers. So if I just come up to you and say, hey, I want you to use this thing, that's weird. And you don't want that. <laughs> right. And it, it doesn't really serve anyone. Um, so yeah, if it's not a little bit hokey, I think my sort of mission is uh, to do my job in ways that are authentic and hold value for the people I'm, I'm talking to and the communities I'm talking to. Um, but also to work in ways that are sustainable for me. So working, and, and I could never do this if I wasn't in the UK with a, a really robust national health service, but yeah, work less, don't get burned out, take care of myself, take care of other people, which is really exciting. Yeah, right. Um, this is, you, you said quite important thing in the end. Yeah, don't burn out and take care of yourself, but still you need to enjoy what you do. So this is um, one of the thing I'm also like really, um, how do I say, a value that I cannot like, you know, um, give it up for something on it. So yeah, you, you made a point, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, you can't do good work. And it, this is a shame because um, I absolutely recognize how lucky I am and how privileged I am. And I'm in, within technology as well. Um, overall, we're, we're terribly lucky. There's a lot of job choice. Um, right. But the, the understanding that you can't do good work if you don't have anything to give, if you're exhausted, if you're burned out, is something I think that, yeah, like work in the world over all these days doesn't really take into account. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, I have really tons of things <laughs> learning today. It, it was really a good decision that I asked you to have some quick chat today. Yeah. And it's yeah, absolutely also, a joy. Yeah. And also the other thing you mentioned before um, was the um, was like the um, you, you're doing in hybrid way, have like 50 percent of um, amount of your work you're working in an um, organization and the rest of it you do for like your um, kind of a freelance so this is something like um, yeah a new totally new idea for me because I'm working as a freelance like 100% so all my works are on um, of course freelance but I, I, I really didn't have any idea that as a dev role that's possible to do because in my image before I, I, I you know like I had you as a guest and hearing the stories I only had the stereotypes that DevRel is a job to work in a company and you belong to the company so this is something like an eye-opener um, you know um, point of view to hear about it yeah so uh, technically I am a contractor I like I, I own my own company I work through my company um, and yeah, I, I think it's most common when you're working for companies that don't have a legal entity in your in your country. So um, my the company I work for, Codesy, 
I, yeah, don't want to continue to ramble on, but they're just absolutely delightful to work for. Um, they, um, they're based in the United States. So I said, okay, I'm going to work through my company as a, as a consultant with you all. And let's go ahead and do this half time. Um, is just the, the nicest possible arrangement. Yeah, right. Yeah, to be able to arrange your um, work amount or work hours, that is really nice options to have. Yeah, I, I really get that because if you're unable to um, adjust your work time or the amount you work, that's going to exhaust you, exhaust you easily. So, yeah, you made the point, I guess. I just got lucky and have like the nicest boss. Oh, I should send, <laughs> I should send her this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, um, so the next question that I have is the, um, what exactly do you do in, I saw your um, portfolio website quickly, um, wh what exactly exactly do you do in OpenCode, a study meetup you um, founded, and TransCode, the project um, you co-founded with Naomi Cedar? Um, so OpenCode, I'm afraid we're not doing anything right now just because of, of sort of COVID reasons. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's an in-person meetup. Um, and we, we had a couple branches overseas as well. So a couple other people doing this, uh, but it's just a social coding group. So um, it's intended to be beginner friendly. It has professionals, it has hobbyists, um, but it's just like a very laid back space in an art gallery uh, where folks come out um, Tuesday evenings and do some work together but with other people around. So when you say, oh, wow, I'm stuck. Does anybody know how, does anybody else do Python? Oh yeah, here's someone else who does Python that you can chat to and maybe he can help you. Oh, okay. Um, and I think it must've been running, it's gotta be going on seven years now. Whoa, seven years, that's quite long. <laughs> quite a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we won't be back till September. Um, mm. And Transcode's a little bit different because I'm, terribly proud of it but it would be monstrous and untrue for me to take any credit uh, so I did the tiniest amount of work with Naomi get, like, getting it set up but the lion's share of the work is Naomi who's brilliant and just so interesting uh, and incredibly hardworking, and the, the larger community so I helped out a bit with the first event and getting that started but it's been um yeah community run and Naomi doing an incredible amount of work since then uh so it's difficult because I'm like oh wow I'm really excited about this project but also having to be really straightforward and be like but I don't get to claim any credit it's not me uh doing the work um and that's an organization based in the UK and does a couple European events uh, that just runs really laid back either social programming um, or uh, non-competitive uh, hackathons uh, based around trans community issues and based around, yeah, like what folks from the community want to focus on. Oh, okay. Actually, it was really interesting to hear because, um, you know, people normally take a look at your portfolio, but until you talk to this person, you never know what actually is nowadays because, yeah, we move on. <laughs> we, yeah. we we are going to try out different projects and work. So it's interesting to hear. And when I took a look at it, um, it was interesting to see because um, I didn't know about Naomi, but when I took a look at her, um, quickly Googling, <laughs> she, she's a chairperson 
listener of the Python Software Foundation since 2017, right? I was like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. She's also the author of, I think, one of the best books about, about Python out there. And I'm yeah. brutal because I've absolutely forgotten the name of her book. Um, I'm a I'm a bad person. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I, I also um, quickly search, but it's so easy to um, forget. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna paste the link definitely in. in of course. Episode, so like, so no worries. She, and it's one of those things where she's such an absolute force of brilliance that it would be intimidating if she wasn't so lovely and and kind as well. So she's this absolutely acclaimed author she travels internationally to speak she learned portuguese to like give better presentation like she does public speaking in, in right where she's like oh i'll just learn oh portuguese. My God. <laughs> um i'm yeah i would be terribly jealous but i instead i'm just consistently in awe Wow, yeah, I mean, it's so nice to hear the, um, the way you collaborate with the people and also the work you do. And the first project I asked, um, Open Code, it's actually um, caught my attention because in Japan, um, not just nowadays, I guess, but like since these two or three years, people are like, um, yeah, very interested in to host this kind of study meetup. In Japanese, we call it Mokumokukai. It's you, you get it, right? Because yeah. I know you speak Japanese. Yeah. So Mokumoku is like concentrate on and do your do your work. But when you start or when you want to um, discuss something that the project you're working on, you're free to speak. So, yeah. And I there's, a, the there's a dedicated mm-hmm. space in Tokyo as well. There's an open source cafe that has sort of a, a, a working space for people to focus together. Um, as well as an open source library. So a technical book library you can check out. Uh, I'm so sorry, I've also forgot. I think it is called the Open Source Cafe. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to check it out later. Yeah, I've forgotten yeah. where it's based. I'm rubbish. It's quite near <laughs> no a very good coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Actually, this podcast also started spontaneously and I just came de- uh, came up with the idea this morning and I'm <laughs> I'm asking you over to <laughs> have this conversation in a 9.30 a.m. in your time. So. <laughs> no, this is amazing. It happens. <laughs> Even if you had given me all week to prepare, I'd be like, oh no, what's the name of that book? It's the, the joy of being an old lady no no it also happens to me too so (laughs) it's okay all right so um the last question i have for you is that the um tell me more about the um volunteer um i cannot pronounce this word (laughs) advocacy program for mozilla and your role in there oh i absolutely love that oh gosh so Unfortunately, um, the the program. What I'm I'm the the team that managed the program all um, all got laid off. All got made redundant with the Mozilla layoffs oh, in 2020. Oh no. I know. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> no but it was really one of the programs I was the proudest of. Um, I worked with Jean-Yves Perrier, who's absolutely brilliant and intense i worked with um flocky uh the program was actually founded by javi hoffman who's fantastic uh and also worked with michael ellis on this program who's uh, based out in austin is the calmest man in the world so a fantastic team on this program but one thing that was what really exciting for me is it was managing uh volunteer developer advocates so we had about 150 people all around the world. Um, 
and I'm a language nerd. So one thing I was really excited about were folks were, um, weren't just, so our volunteers, we'd give them support for flights or hotel and they'd travel and they'd give talks that aligned with Mozilla's mission, but they weren't just doing it in English and they weren't just doing it in San Francisco. Um, so the ability to say, oh, wow, we've got folks giving, giving conference talks and doing workshops and doing training and sharing knowledge in Brazilian Portuguese and in Mandarin and in uh, Yorba and in just this wide variety of global languages was absolutely an honor to get to facilitate. It was one of like, of course, I understand that businesses have um, business needs and sometimes layoffs happen, but I was just absolutely gutted to not be able to work with that program anymore. The volunteers were real, well, the volunteers are brilliant, interesting people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was one of those things where getting to work serving them was just such a huge honor. Wow, that's also interesting to hear. Yeah, again, until I asked you, I never got to know what was actually, um, you know, um, inside. So that's interesting. The Mozilla yeah. Tech Speakers program was just absolutely fantastic. Javi was the mm -hmm. one who put it together originally. Sorry, this whole podcast is just me being like, no, 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 but you want to talk to these other people who are, who are very good. <laughs> um, Javi put it together originally and she's mm -hmm. just brilliant. I can't overstate how wonderful she is. Yeah, maybe I should reach on these people you recommend. You should, like yeah. every single one of them, far more interesting than I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to straight away after um finished to record this pod podcast, I'm going to straight away searching them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's hard to, you know, get reaching um, to these um, people because, um, you know, of course, they are so famous and I'm just a person who, who You're is just, just a person. <laughs> I'm just a person. So you're, <laughs> yeah, you're interesting and lovely and oh, you're thanks. making the effort to, to document these conversations, which is so interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm quite um, passionate about um, doing interviews and asking the opinions from people, having conversation, and also to um, run my own service as well. I'm actually running my own service to provide a hands-on um, programming on um, front-end um, development courses oh, wow. to my students, as well as um, I'm um, tutoring them. So I'm also you do really so much. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. For me, I still feel like I could do more, but uh, I'm really passionate about the um, education in the programming. So, yeah, I've been teaching in like, um, yeah, I guess in this year, over three years. Yeah. yeah. So It sounds like developer relations might be a fantastic fit for you. You've got the really? experience <laughs> teaching, you've got the experience public speaking, mm -hmm. um, and you've got the experience with a travel-heavy, stressful job. <laughs> right from my previous job yeah it could be so yeah i'm quite confident um to try out this opportunity no matter what the results um are going to be but um anyway um like in my previous episode um in my podcast i actually talked about like i'm i'm taking job interviews every year to just keep myself um being yeah. up to date and also to gain my new skills so to see yeah it's nothing to waste for me <laughs> yeah all right oh, so fantastic yeah um 
Um, these are the all questions I wanted to ask you so far, but um, yeah, the conversation with you was so so much fun, and I got like more interesting information. So maybe um, if you're okay, then um, I might I might ask you again to be my guest in the in any time. You're such yeah. a joy to chat to. I'd love another excuse to bother you. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, and thanks so much for having me.